Hello, and welcome to the Warrior Women Collective podcast with me, Charlie Morgan, the podcast that aims to bring you thought-provoking, empowering, and feel-good content. This is a podcast that gives women a platform for their stories to be told, their experiences to be shared, and for other women to learn from them. Our guest today is Rosie Harris, founder and editor of the popular Style of the City magazine, an on-trend, aspirational publication and digital platform. Rosie spoke at our storytelling event back in June this year, during lockdown, and blew our audience away with her journey, strength and positivity. Rosie and I spoke today about her journey to setting up Style of the City, how she built a successful business from the ground up whilst not in ideal circumstances, imposter syndrome, battling with mum guilt, and why she thinks self-care is the key to business success. So hello and welcome to our podcast guest for this month, which is the incredible Rosie Harris. And she's back by popular demand, actually, because Rosie spoke at our storytelling event in, oh my goodness, what month was that? It was, what month? I don't, even know, in, I don't even know what month we're in now. I think we're in <laughs> August and then it was like July or June. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so spoke at our June event and was absolutely incredible. Blew our pa- uh, audience away and we just had to get her on our podcast. So thank you thank so you. much for agreeing to come on today we're just having a little chit chat about how your daughter's in the next room and you've set her up yeah I did I did usually like I said she usually goes to like a play scheme or like you know some nice things that she goes to and she just said mommy please please can I stay with you today and I'm you know you're just like can I just oh I can't I'm say no. so, I am girl so she's oh. literally sat up in her room her tv's on her teddies are there her toys are there I literally gave her like bowls of snacks and drinks like I said don't not disturb do not I can hear it. I can hear it. Valentina made a special appearance at our event, didn't she? She came and stole the show at the end. For those of you that don't know, Valentina, during Rosie's Q&A, came and had a guest appearance, sat with us, and then we asked her questions, and she was just, stole the show. She was incredible. So maybe she could join us in this too. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I might might get her in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes I think that mum guilt is like the worst I suffer so badly with the mum guilt and just trying to get that juggle of working and then also being a mum and everything that goes with it and then wanting to give your all to everything everything that goes with it um literally you know everything is really a balance and so I you know I, I usually go I'm always got, I always got my head in a computer and I'm always working or trying to do things. And, and then I always think, right, on the weekends, like, it's, it's your weekend. So Saturdays, you shoot as ballet, but obviously not now. And then after that, you know, we spend a lot of time together. I put a lot of, a lot of time together, and especially as being a single parent, that I feel that I have to, you know, I'm given her that, that more. So if I go, I, I make everything an adventure, even like, you know, going to the supermarket. It's like supermarket sweep. or oh, I love that. So I, I just try and make it as fulfilling as I can when we have that time alone. So we're always like singing in the car or go when we go to school, we always like put on the songs and, you know, and then she, you know, I just think 
because she knows I work so hard that it, you know I have to balance it out and then give a lot so a lot of my friends say you know go out and I would say you know if I'm not working I'm with Valentina but yeah the weekend just gone I just thought no I really I need to see some friends I haven't seen in a long time but she came along with me as well so that was good but had like days with her on the London Eye and stuff but then I you know it was just fun to see friends so I tried to sort of balance it as much as I can (laughs) yeah it is getting that balance a hundred percent but it's unsetting those boundaries I think which is like really difficult especially now everyone's working from home it's really hard for that to just like blur into the kind of work and day-to-day life and everything but getting the boundaries is definitely the way I'm still I'm still trying to do that it's really hard (laughs) there's no rule book you know whatever I I always go on mum instinct you know we go on we work from our instincts you know it's like we know when our kid is not well and we know when they're pretending like we just know our children and what they need I think and we just have to just trust ourselves and yeah it will come naturally <laughs> so let's talk about when you spoke at our event you shared with us your journey to setting up style of the city could you tell us that again now to our podcast listeners who perhaps didn't hear it the first time round? So kind of going back a bit, I grew up in Barry, you know, Welsh girl and lived in Cardiff as well. I moved to London in my early 20s. I was 21. I had an opportunity to work somewhere and I just really couldn't turn it down. I had an opportunity to work at the Guardian newspaper. And I just literally moved with a suitcase, really, and just sort of literally only I knew I knew about two people in London, so I just thought I'm just going to just go for it. And obviously, you know, I loved what I did, and I worked really hard, and I worked in different organisations and different companies, and had a lot of life experiences. And then I, you know, I I had my baby. <laughs> I had I was in a relationship, of course, and you know that didn't work out, and I found myself in a position where I had a tiny baby to look after I didn't have a penny to my name and I literally had nothing (laughs) it sounds all dramatic and a bit like EastEnders but trying to make this as light as possible (laughs) whatever you feel comfortable sharing I don't want to depress the listeners I was no not at all not at all (laughs) So I, I kind of found myself alone with this with this baby and the only, you know, and then I, you know, London, it was, it was hard in London. And then I was, I kind of had this kind of epiphany and I just had this idea. In London, I was kind of an avid reader of like, if I'm on the tube, I'd pick up my stylist magazine. I would always sort of, you know, level the local magazines down there. And I was really sort of inspired by that, especially with my work background and then I just came up with this. And then I was speaking to friends in Cardiff and I would say something like, you know, guys, what are you guys, do you have like that type of magazine or do, do you, you know, what, what are you guys reading? And they were like, oh, they, they mentioned a few names and I did some research and I kind of just had this like light bulb moment really. And then obviously with my daughter, I breastfed my daughter until she was two and a half actually. <laughs> so I was always, you know, she was, she was always on my boob basically so I would all I sort of sat up in this tiny flat that we had and I literally just had a computer that I I kind of saved up for this like you know cheapy computer and I just had this idea and I just sort of did some research and I just sort of 
you know, day by day with my daughter that would give me kind of the strength I needed. I would just have this sort of focus and the focus was almost like I was numbing myself from my other circumstances. And I would kind of throw all of my energy into producing my vision clarity and it kind of gave me a sense of purpose again and a sense of hope and that was kind of what style of the city represented i was very lucky in the sense that i've had years and years of experience working in media whether it's business development account management i knew how it worked but for me it was creating an identity a brand identity a brand and then you know i worked on that and i and then we created the first issue this was before any website had been it happened i mean i'm literally doing it speaking to businesses i had no idea who i was and what this was and i just kind of kept it going and it was really hard i remember this one clerk company who i'm really good friends with him now actually <laughs> this one and he's a you know regular client of ours but he wanted to work with me and and then you know we, we came up with this package but obviously I hadn't done an invoice before. So I, I sent him like this, um, you know, you can get like templates off the computer, but it was in like an American dollars. And he said to me, him saying to me, listen, I don't know who you are, but you're going to have to come and see me because this is all a bit, you know, when he thought it was some dodgy deal. So that was, you know, I remember that just the emotional ups and downs of just building everything and just going sort of learning as I went along. And yeah, that was... <laughs> basically how I started it basically <laughs> well it is it's incredible how you use that you found that strength to kind of use setting up style of the city to pull you out of a really difficult place and oh. that kind of helped heal you in a way I think that is is so incredible and I hope would be of interest and useful to some listeners who are perhaps going through a difficult time and it's shows that you could potentially find something to focus on to kind of help you yeah, find that that purpose mm. and that drive again. I know that you used to sit at your table and just call people, didn't you? I did, like just like literally. And we didn't, it wasn't a nice place that we lived in. And obviously I've got, you know, Mr. Tumble going on in the background. Ah, Mr. Tumble, I know him well. No, <laughs> spotted bag so kind of you know, I, I, I literally would just set up with my daughter and I just you know I'd have her in the rocker or in like the bouncer and I just started and I just because I could see what the brand was so clearly mm. and, and my friend who does all like the secrets and she's into all of that and I am as well but I, I'd never really understood what the secret was but when I had the vision of style of the city when I could see what I could create you almost go into a bubble in like a shell. So you've got this like, you've got, I'm sure with Warrior Woman, it might have been the same. So you just got, you have this vision. And so it doesn't matter. You mean, you know, I could have been working in a huge office somewhere. I think when your mindset is is key, when your mindset is right on, on where you where you see something, where you can visualize something, it actually doesn't matter of the surroundings, it's what's inside. So, and that and it kind of worked as well. I'm because I was speaking to people on the, on the phone, they didn't know that I had a baby, and like you know, it was the start of something for me. They didn't know, you know, my baggage, as it were. But I just think it was, it, it's about it's about the mind and, and it's about training the mind. So, for me, it was 
it's like some people use the gym you know some people just go nuts in the gym or some people might is whatever your your focus is that can kind of steer away from the negative emotions and whatever trauma you're dealing with and 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 I think if I was to say to somebody that's kind of going through anything similar is it's just a chapter it will get better you will heal from whatever you're dealing with and it will get better I was very blessed that I was able to find something. And at the time it wasn't even a case of, you know, the monetary and sort of from the business standpoint, obviously I wanted, I was creating a business, but for me, I was just so grateful to be doing something I was passionate about again, that kind of took me away from the trauma that I was dealing with basically. So you said yourself that you had nothing to lose. So it was, well, you had nothing to lose. So pick up that phone and try and get this idea off the ground. It was a case of, so how can I put it? Well, I didn't have anything to lose and I am an ambitious person. I was an ambitious person before the breakdown of the relationship. I was, I, you know, I was I'm always ambitious, but I just thought that, you know, I can either sink from this situation. I can either feel broken and down and depressed by it, or I can use it as, an, as a moment where the only way is up. And yes, everybody goes through things in life. Everybody does but it's how you pick yourself back up from it. It's how you better yourself. And I had Valentina who was looking up to me and, you know, I didn't want to be a, oh, you know, years ago I used to do this. I I wanted her to feel inspired by me and, you know, give her something to be proud of as well. I wanted her to be proud of me and I also wanted us to have a better life instead of, you know, gosh, I mean, I didn't even just even like the place that we lived in it was like you know how many sets of, of you know sets of stairs there was no lift I had a baby you know I had to walk everywhere you know with with Valentina you know I had to sort of ensure that I had enough money for nappies and it, it was a really hard time and, and it's hard it's hard having a baby at the best of times and then having these more obstacles and challenges in your way must have been really 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 tough when did you feel like you obviously put a lot of hard work in in those first few stages of setting up when was that moment where you thought yes I've got a breakthrough or yes like something something is happening yeah it was just the response from people I think it gave me confidence the brands that kind of thought oh yeah that's a good idea and the way I was kind of saying to them you know this is this is what we're doing and you know, and also I, I've got to give credit to a very good friend of mine called Corrine, who worked with, consequently worked with me. And it's so important that we have a good sisterhood around us when we go through things. And she was my sounding board. She was the girl that I would say, you know, I've got this idea at the beginning. She was like, no, you can do it. And she, I had people like that. I had a, another very close friend so, you know, every time I'd come into Cardiff and have meetings and have my laptop on the push chair and walk around Cardiff, do you know what I mean? And say, look after Valentina, I've got this meeting to do before I move. So, so it, it, was, it was many people that kind of helped. But in terms of how it broke through, I think it was my passion that kind of was the thing that people would say, oh, you're so passionate about it. And because it was like I was nurturing something. And I think people 
really got it. I think as soon as they thought, oh, that's a really good concept, something fresh, trendy, on trend, a really cool lifestyle title. And then I think then the icing off on the cake was I managed to get Catherine Jenkins to do me the first major interview. And then as soon as I had Catherine Jenkins, I knew I was onto something because I knew it was like things were sort of lining up and, you know, brands were interested. This was even before any website came into play. Then that was the next part. And then as soon as the website was starting popping, the response was that. And then obviously social media, it was kind of organic, obviously. It It was definitely organic, but it kind of, the momentum grew and the vision never wavered. There was not once where I thought, mm, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. It was always like, no, this is going to happen. This is, this is what is happening. Style of the city is happening. And I just put my whole energy and, and determination into it because, I, because I'd been to learn, I, I could see what the city was. I could see it's a capital city, but yet we've got all these amazing shops and brands but yet there's an audience and that was where I knew the dots, you know, needed to be joined up. And I knew, I just knew what I would like to read if I was out and about and what I'd like to hear about. And that's kind of how the inspiration really came along. And I love that you were able to use all of your past experience and just pull that together to produce something and complement like your vision and things. Yeah, because when I look back at those times, especially with some of the organizations I worked with, I mean, one of the companies that I worked with, I used to, I used to have to go to the city. I was working as an account director for this brand and my discipline was on such a level. And I think that's what I was grateful for was the discipline, the disciplined approach that I had known for years and years living in London and how expensive it was in London and understanding, well, if I don't work hard and if I don't get these deals, then I could lose my job. Like, <laughs> yeah, we've got Valentina's come to join the podcast. Are you going to say, are you going to say anything, Valentina? Valley, you're just going to uh, stir. Important to like trust skin, it's important to fight. Oh, that's a whole other situation about learning about racism. That's a whole other topic. She just said, if Sony doesn't like our skin, it's important to find. I'm talking talk to her about that's absolutely Black, Black Lives Matter events. That's incredible. Your hair, tell Mummy what, what do, when people say, oh, your hair is crazy. What, what do you say? Why is it? Your hair okay. is what? Your hair is what? Okay. Your, hair, your hair is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and nobody's allowed to what? Touch your hair. No. Exactly that. Just stuff that, that's, a, that's for another conversation. <laughs> no, I think that's brilliant. Let's talk about that. Because I know you went to the Black Lives Matter protest and you did take Valley along with you. I did take Valentina along with me and, and I had a banner that said, My Future Matters, which she, she held up in the air. And obviously she's only five, but even at five, you know, I won't, say obviously the names of the businesses but you know I've had experiences where you know Valentina's been in a, a satin for kids and they said oh you know your hair's crazy or maybe this boy said my hair was crazy and it's, and it's just stuff like that like, it's just important to educate her at this age to be proud of her skin colour and be proud of her hair and that's just conversations we're having before she goes to bed just instilling her you know, that it's not, it's important that she sticks up for herself. It's important that she, 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 you know, it's important to be proud of who she is. I've got a big globe, like I bought her a, a globe, a light up globe 
and her father's family side are from Nigeria so we say oh we're you know where it is on the globe it's important that she understands that she's she's got African heritage in her she's got Caribbean heritage in her she's you know she's got white in there as well like I, I wanted to understand her identity and be proud of her hair and be proud of you know all that good stuff that's what we're doing absolutely I love that and I think a lot of the listeners as well will take that on board in terms of how they can start to speak to their children about race as well and I yeah there's really good books called little people big dreams so we've got the Rosa Parks book we've got all these I'm sure you probably know all these other amazing heroines of of history and we read them and, and I think that's that's also helped you know get the message across have you personally experienced during setting up a business or in your career situations where you felt like your race has been discriminated and things well I think I mean when I was younger definitely had racism in school there was was a boy obviously he's a man now but there was there was a problem in my primary school before I was always being told I was like a chocolate biscuit my hair this that and the other I did have racism and I think the racism has changed from when I was younger, but there is racism, there's subtleties, there's microaggressions, almost like with Style of the City, this is something with my brand. You know, I'm a woman of colour and I run, you know, a magazine, a business. But there have been occasions where people have said, well, who, who do you work for? Or who's your boss and who owns this? No, I own, I own it. And, and you always kind of get, you know, there, there, there have been a couple of occasions of that. But I think what I always do is make my magazine better. The customer service, the experience of the highest, highest level. What advice would you give to someone who is thinking of starting their own business or even a publication for that matter? To do your research is really important because your brand has to represent something. So I would the advice I would give somebody is to do lots of research and have passion because without passion, it's not going to work. And dedication also finds out from a, you know, from a business standpoint, kind of, see kind of what returns that you could make on something you know look at what other brands are doing similar and and see what the gap is and see how you can make your brand different how you differentiate yourself build that brand identity and that usp have a plan in play and yeah and speak to people that you feel very comfortable with don't share an idea with the masses it's you're gonna get negativity so if you've got really a husband or a close confidant maybe just share it with one person and say you know what what do you think about this and just you know i would always say keep keep your cards close to your chest if you found a gap in the market you don't want to be telling you know every tom dick and harry because somebody will go oh that's not a good idea and then they'll run with it so just kind of you know go, go with that type of mindset yeah there's definitely something in trying to block out opinions isn't it because everyone will have an opinion and it could be negative and it could be and if you listen to everyone you wouldn't wouldn't do anything because I've really found that with with worry women it's not everyone's cup of tea and you have to be able to block them out and not let that interfere with your drive as well have you found that with setting up side of the city oh yeah when you're a single mum that's just had a baby right and then you say and i'm gonna do a magazine and people just go what are you doing 
maybe do it when she's in school or maybe when she's finished school. And, and I was like, no, I, I'm, you know, and this, this specific person, I said, no, I'm going to do it. And they were like, oh, you know, just didn't, you could just say, you know, we were just try and change the topic of conversation, not really believing in, you know, what you're doing. And that person now is not a friend of mine. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Because I think as, as in business on it, with brands and with business, you also learn as well who, who your real friends are. And you, you've got to keep a positive girl tribe or man tribe, whatever, you know, around you. You've got to keep a positive people around you, people that believe in you and that, and that you can really trust in, in what you're doing. There's going to be so many people that tell you that you can't do something, you know, and that's about them. It's not about you. And that's something that I've learned as well on the journey. Our next event, our next online event is covering the topic of imposter syndrome and the response that we've had to it is is incredible and it just shows that it is this massive issue that women especially face in feeling like they don't belong doing what they're doing, they haven't worked, like they're going to get caught out basically and people are going to realise that they're a fraud and that they don't understand what they're doing and have you ever felt like that? Have you have you had experience of, of, of imposter syndrome? Of course, you know, that feeling of doubt, you know, and that feeling of, what am I doing? I remember we did a launch event for the first issue. And the night before the launch event, I was on the phone to a very close friend of mine and said, like, what am I doing? Like, this is nuts. Who, what am I doing? Like, just not feeling like I should be doing this. And that you know, I'm winging it somehow and that like, I'm going to be found out. Like I had all these negative thoughts and I just, I said to my friend, like, I don't want to put myself out there like this. And that's one of the reasons I do have, and that's some advice I would give as well. If you're going to have a business, I would separate the business from your personal life in terms of social media. So I have a private Instagram page and then I have my business one. So you, I think you have to, you can put yourself out there, obviously dependent on where you're at, but I also think you should have a boundary with your life and your family. That's just some, uh, some advice. Put them in, in boxes. Yeah, put, put them in the boxes. It's like, you know, my, my, you know, that's what I thought because, and I'm very protective as well. Like I put on my Instagram private page, and I, that sounds all deaverish, but no, I really want to separate myself from the side of the city Instagram. But what I would say is, yeah, the night before the launch plan, I was on the phone to my friend and I was really saying like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? She was like, listen, she's like, you can do this. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> and you had done it this is the funny thing is that that hadn't launched it itself I've worked for somebody else before before I was working for somebody else now I'm it's like business owners yeah we're comfortable in the box of working for somebody else but then when you put yourself out there it's like oh and my whole thing was like I feel like I'm winging this like you know it's all a bit it's all <laughs> it's all a dream <laughs> no you know what I mean it, it felt like I was you know I had all these scary thoughts come in my brain and it was you know nerve-wracking like before I was I was literally gonna say no I can't do it like I, it's too much like <laughs> well, thankfully so, uh, you didn't thankfully and and it was fine. And also the fact that you'd put all that hard work in and you're just about to launch the first edition and then you're saying that you, right you can't do it. And it's like, but you've already done it. You were the one making those phone calls. You were the one banging on the doors. You're the one who was got Catherine Jenkins and then you're still saying, it's just, I don't know why we suffer with that so badly, like what it would take for women to just 
have that confidence to say like yeah I did that and I belong here and you know all these things and I think it's the pressures and I think as women we're under a lot of pressure I think especially women especially mothers and you know it's it's sometimes you know I do it you know you compare yourself to other women oh god she looks amazing oh look she's really doing it with her family like you know and and you compare it so when you compare what we're consistently putting like looking negatively at us so what we should be doing that what we should be doing better than that and I think we all have to understand that everybody's journey is different and that we should just give ourselves a break we're doing the best we can especially business women sometimes I wake up and I'm inspired sometimes I'm like I need to feel I need to get my 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 creativity spark back you know as a creative and sometimes I go I, sometimes I feel like the energy I'm like I'm there I'm on it sometimes I just want to be you know put the covers over my head it's peaks and troughs it's you're not going to be you know high 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 all the time as a businesswoman you're going to be up and down and emotional and we're women so we're hormonal as well you know we've got that in the mix of it so it, it's it's a you know and, and like I said before it's self-care you know, and I used to feel guilty about that with self-care, but self-care is literally an ingredient to success. I definitely believe that, 100%. <laughs> I totally agree, because what always comes out of our events is this common theme of, like, putting on your oxygen mask first. Uh, yeah, before someone on the planes. It's say to so hard, them. though, because there's so many distractions and so many things in life that we're like, oh, well, for me, for example, it's like, obviously work and then I'm working and then also I have to think of like my son and it's running the house and it's making sure everyone's okay and it's just so difficult to be able to take that time yeah and then to take that time to think no actually I need a bit of time to focus on me to kind of make myself feel better but it always (laughs) does come to the bottom of that list doesn't it which means it very rarely happens I personally can do so much better at it I'm not I, I'm not good at that at all but yeah and I, as I said to you I, I it's, it's one of those things where god I went away for the weekend but before I did that I was literally you know I had so much going on and Ang Harrod who works with me um she I said I'm going away and, and I remember she's she said oh you know you needed to you know in the sense that I when I feel the pressure and I feel myself getting stressed over the little things and feeling and my anxiety kicks in like I suffer a lot with anxiety and maybe that's for another conversation but I think to get over that we have to say first of all say no to people don't be afraid to say no in fact having a boundary and saying no is so empowering when I started the magazine I was saying yes 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 like I, I wanted to please everybody you know and, and and sometimes you can do that to the detriment of it hindering yourself and put in someone else but you know knowing that you can't make something but you do it anyway and I think you have to have boundaries with people you have to have boundaries in work I think boundaries are key 100% but not in sort of a obviously a vindictive way but a way to say no I have to look after the core of me first and then I'll be okay I'll be present for you in whatever you know whatever that is I, I think that's really important you talked about key people that have been part of your your journey so far. Who would you say are your warrior women? Um, My warrior women, yeah. A very close friend of mine, Corinne Ledort. She is like a soul sister to me. And she knew me before Valentina when I was working for somebody else. And we would literally have, when I was going through my stuff, 
she would just be on the phone t- t- for me for hours and hours. And then I, you know, she, she was really there for me. So she kind of seen, and even like she always says, oh my God, you did it. She, she said, oh, she said, oh, one day you just said you had this idea. And she obviously, you know, and she said, it just happened like that. You just did it. And then she said, oh my God, and then you, you got the style of the city, this, and you're doing this. And she is like, you know, she's like a sister and, and she would give me help and advice and she would be the sounding board. And I knew I could trust her, you know. And then I had another very good friend of mine that every time I would go to Wales, because I hadn't even moved back to Cardiff properly at that point, you know, she would there be looking after Valentina. I would stay at her house and literally she'd meet me at Cardiff Central Station. I'd have literally Valentina's pushchair with my computer hanging on the end. <laughs> Not a nappy bag, laptop. <laughs> it was one of those old, old laptops. So she'd pick me up. I'd be like, right, I've got to meet this person. I've got to meet this person. And then sometimes I'd stay in a hotel or whatever it was. And she'd always be at the hotel looking after Valentina and, and I literally just always believed in, in, in my vision. And then, of course, on the, the, the launch night, she was there, you know, helping. So there's been, you know, people, a very good friend of mine in London as well, who I worked with, she was always there for me. So I, I'd like, I, have, I, I would say a handful of strong women who were there and that I trusted and that they had my back and they inspired me. I would definitely say that. And they really helped. So what's the future for style of the city we have so many things coming up especially in 2021 really good events that are going to be coming up things that we're doing i'm also filming at the moment behind the scenes of making this next edition a really special issue called the gratitude edition which is really exciting and very special we're also giving people the opportunity to have magazines delivered to their to their doors and so we've teamed up with Makeup Brand Spectrum. And so the Spectrum girls are my beauty columnists. And if you would like an issue delivered to your door, you're actually able to get a free Spectrum brush, beautiful Spectrum brush to come along with that. So um, we can put all the details maybe after this, how people can subscribe to get the issue delivered to the door and be some of the first people to get the next issue but we've got some amazing stories really good fashion lifestyle beauty really really good stories and it's very unique this next issue our post-covid issue it's been a pretty scary with coronavirus and as you can imagine this being like my second child when coronavirus happened it was like oh, I never slept for two days. (laughs) What is going on? So this is our sort of like, you know, our we're back. This is our we're back post-COVID issue. We're back. So we've put all our energy into it and it looks amazing. Oh, I can't wait to read it and I can put all the details. That was a plug. That was a plug. That was a good plug, but I loved it. And I can put all the details on the webpage for people to be able to access that. Um, The makeup brush sounds incredible. Spectrum have amazing brushes, I have to say. They like, do. We had Hannah speak at our, one of our events and they were amazing. So we always ask at the end of our podcast for you to complete the following sentence. So this is, I am a warrior woman because... I am a warrior woman because I have hope in my heart and fire in my belly. Oh, that is incredible. I love that. <laughs> love that. I need that on a postcard. Might use that one. <laughs> 
tweet away tweet away listeners <laughs> rosie thank you so 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 much for coming on and sharing your journey and your insight and your experiences with us again <laughs> i have loved <laughs> i have loved hearing it all again i love it it never gets old i find you so inspiring and i love what you're doing can't wait to see what side of the city has in store and i just want to say massive thank you Oh, well, thank you, Charlotte. Thank you for having me. And yeah, look out this. Yeah. Can't wait for people to read this next one. It's really special. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Warrior Women Collective podcast. We will make sure those links that Rosie referenced are available on the podcast section on our website, www.warriorwomencollective.co.uk. A massive thank you to Rosie for being so open and honest with us and sharing some incredible insight into the work that she does. Her website is www.styleofthecitymag.co.uk. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Let us know what you think. The aim of our podcast is to empower and celebrate women and open up conversations and discussions. You can keep in touch with us. Our website is worrywomencollective.co.uk or on Instagram or Facebook at worrywomencollective and on Twitter at wwomenco. See you next time and thanks for listening.